Right now, as promised, we're joined by a staff writer for The Athletic. He has covered the Kansas City Chiefs since 2018. He previously worked for the New York Times and the Indianapolis Star. We are joined right now by Nate Taylor. Nate, it's good to have you on. Good morning. How are you? Doing okay, Jim. Doing okay. How are you? Yeah, I would imagine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Thanks, Nate, so much. And I appreciate uh, you joining us today. Obviously, Nate, a day of celebration turned into a day of tragedy. One person was killed. Reportedly, at least 22 people were shot near the end of the parade. You were there. Can you take us through the timeline of yesterday's events? Yeah, sure. Um, I was there. And I was was mostly there as a father. Uh, I actually took the day off um, because, you know, my son, uh, Hayden, who's eight years old, wanted to go to the parade. Um, and as I've said before to a couple people, you know, when I cover the when I cover the games, obviously I'm not watching it with my son. So I wanted him to have, I wanted us to have just um, that father son time together. Obviously with my wife Holly, um, and even our even our young puppy um, Maple. So it was a great celebration. The weather could not have been better. It was the best weather day uh, that Kansas City's had for one of these parades, even including obviously the 2015 celebration. Uh, with the Kansas City Royals. So it's, you know, above 50 degrees. Uh, everybody's having a great time. Uh, you know, multiple players are celebrating without, you know, without shirts. Um, you know, we were on 20th and Grand. So uh, for your listeners, that's halfway. That's basically the halfway point of the parade that starts in the downtown area and sort of flows to Union Station, which is, of course, where the rally was held. Um and so for half parent reasons, half journalist reasons, uh, you know, I told my son, hey, this is as close as you're going to get to the guys. You saw everybody on the team. Uh, he enjoyed, you know, the hell out of the parade. Hey, let's leave from here because the crowd's only going to get bigger at the rally in front of Union Station. Let's go back north and we can watch uh, the rally. We can watch what Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, we can watch what those guys say on television. And so that's the decision we made just because I wanted to hear what those guys said with obviously the best audio through television, not knowing of course um, that the shooting was going to occur literally minutes after uh, the rally concluded. So, um, you know, there's, you know, one thing I'll never forget, Jim is looking at a colleague of mine, Neil Jones from KCTV five. And they're starting basically their post coverage of the parade of the parade and the rally, and then you hear the gunshots, um, and you see people starting to scamper, and then you see them starting to run, and then them starting to sprint, and Neil Jones is trying, you know, on live television, trying to understand what he's seeing. And then, of course, obviously we know as much as we know now, which is just an utterly tragic situation where multiple people brought firearms to this celebratory event, which logically makes no sense to me. Um, But yes, we were, you know, me and my family were basically a couple blocks from this happening. Um, And it's just utterly sad now because even the NFL is trying to decide, should we continue to have our players, our coaching staffs, whoever wins the Super Bowl, should we continue to allow them to have their championship parade in public, or would it actually be safer if we were to have those celebrations, even if it's minimizing the crowd in an NFL stadium? 
Nate Taylor joining us. So much to unpack there. I really appreciate that response, Nate. Uh, I think, yeah, that's a very valid question and one that has to be posed. Let me ask you this, Nate. As a Kansas City native who has spent most of your life in the region, can you describe the general feeling in the area the day after the tragedy? And you know that area. How do you make sense of this? Frankly, it could happen anywhere, and it does, but you've spent your whole life there. Yeah, I spent my whole life there, and I thought something that, uh, you know, the mayor, Quentin Lucas, said, which I thought was very poignant, was the fact that, you know, Kansas City has a, uh, you know, St. Patrick's Day parade. We're going to have a St. Patrick's Day parade in basically, you know, a month's time. Uh, obviously, you know, the city has had multiple championship parades. This has never occurred. Um, and with that comes deep sorrow, um, pain, and just, I think, you know, not just this is just me as a person, let alone a you know a journalist or anything, but just trying to understand why this could have happened. Obviously, um, there were over you know over 800 police is what's the number been reported, but you can you could add even more onto that because there's other police departments uh, from across the Kansas region who are obviously supporting um, the rest of the city while the parade was going on. So it's 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 complex. Um, you go from feeling, you know, elation. Uh, I, I would like to remind the, the audience, too, like Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones are inebriated in public because they they won a Super Bowl and they're trying to have, you know, a release of tension and stress and they're just there to party. And then somebody has to remind them, along with other people with the team, that they have to leave, that basically we have to evacuate we have to get you out of Union Station. We have to get you on the team bus, and we have to go back to Arrowhead Stadium, uh, which, again, is a very interesting point uh, for the players and the coaching staff and obviously the support staff uh, around them. They get bussed from Arrowhead Stadium to downtown Kansas City, and then they're supposed to basically have a nice dinner, a nice, like, you know, uh, happy hour event, I should say, at Union Station. And then, you know, they're all going to, you know, get, in the, get, in the, get shuttled back, I should say, to Arrowhead Stadium so they can get to their own cars and obviously go about what was supposed to be, you know, a pretty fun Valentine's Day. Um, None of that happened. And with that, uh, seeing people of my hometown running without any understanding other than they just heard gunfire that they thought was maybe fireworks, but now it is gunfire. You're trying to wrap your mind around where do I go? I mean, it's a lot of open space there, Jim. Um, just a day of utter sorrow and trying to unpack all the confusion that came from, you know, people who made um, just a terrible decision, no matter how you look at it. We are talking to Nate Taylor. Nate Taylor writes for The Athletic. He covers the team, has covered the team since 2018. You know, Nate, like you said, you were part dad, part journal. This comes up every single time, and as soon as I began to talk about this today, a number of people said, I am tired of trying to explain this to my child. How do you explain right. this to my child? You brought your son. I mentioned that I remember, and you talked about your son being eight, right? I remember when I was nine, what sports meant to me. You're probably like me. Well, you're probably a better athlete than me, but when I realized I couldn't be an athlete, I knew I wanted to do this because as a child I was obsessed. How did you explain this to your child? <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, that's such a great point. My, my son loves football. My son loves basketball. I mean, I'm trying to get him into tennis more and more each day. But uh, you try to be as logical of a parent as you can while not being um, – well, not trying to guard yourself from the things that are not logical. 
And so um, my son is trying to understand it. Uh, me and my wife, Holly, have tried to explain as best we can. Um, but kids are going to have great questions. And as adults, we don't have great answers. And it's okay to sometimes tell your son, like, I don't know why somebody, why multiple people, you know, now that we know this is obviously, uh, you know, in the heat of it, it's like, what do you mean? Um, like, Dad, why are people running on television? Why, like, you know, we have, like, well, we're going to watch the news now, and I'm going to obviously get on my phone. Cell reception was just, there really wasn't any, which I think added to the level of confusion within the city, like people trying to reach out to me, um, knowing that I was likely there, um, and then trying to tell you, you know, trying to tell all your people that you're safe or that you're, you've reached, you know, a place where you feel comfortable, you know, communicating with others. So when you get to the child part, and obviously my son's in school today, school was out yesterday so that they could go to the parade. I think that's another thing that is just yes. kind of deeply concerning. Like every, just about every public school district said, hey, We've done it last year. We've done it, you know, last three out of five years. We're going to do it again. We're going to, you know, uh, it's going to be a great weather day. Like, we'll just add a calendar. We'll just add a day onto the calendar towards the end of the semester. But for everyone, uh, there is no school tomorrow. Every kid can go to the parade if they want to. Um, I, I saw thousands of kids, Jim. And to know that, you know, a large, a, a sizable amount of the victims for children is it's just gut wrenching. So um, you're there because that day is for children. As much as adults love to drink and to cheer and obviously to to be amongst Patrick Mahomes and Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey, that day is primarily for children because it's supposed to be a lifelong memory. And me and my wife have discussed the idea that this is his first experience with you know a mass shooting incident. And um, we, like a lot of Americans before us, are trying to navigate the best way to give as many answers as we can with also understanding that, like, yeah, man, uh, you're smart, you're learning, and, yeah, we as adults don't have the answers because we haven't had the answers to uh, make you, us, or anybody else feel safer when they go to public events. Absolutely nailed it. Just nailed it. Nate Taylor writes for The Athletic. He's covered the Chiefs since 2018. Nate, I really appreciate that so much. I can only imagine what it's like there right now for you and everybody else. But I appreciate your thoughts so much, and really well done, Nate. Thanks so much for doing that. Yeah, thank you again, Jim, for having us. And, uh, yes, keep us keep us all in your in your prayers is what I would say for my city. You know it. Absolutely. Nate Taylor joining us. I certainly will do that. And I think that pretty much everybody listening will as well. Nate Taylor saying what it was like to be there and what it was like, not only what it was like to be there, but again, what it was like to be there with an eight-year-old. And he echoed what I said earlier that it is about the kids. And I thought that he said it even better that, yes, you're going to have adults. They're going to party. They're going to have some pops. They're going to have some drinks. And you're going to celebrate a great thing. But it's for the kids. That's why they close schools for a day so the kids can come and enjoy that. It's a a once-in-a-lifetime. Well, maybe not with that dynasty. There are more than one chance or there's more than one chance to experience something like that. But it is for the kids. And to think that something like that could happen and children could be shot 